0: Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance.
1: This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com.
2: That song was playing somewhere the other day. I think in Starbucks. That's a throwback. I keep on falling in and out. That album was so good.
1: It's from so long ago.
2: Alicia Keys' best song is Try Sleeping With a Broken Heart. You can just I don't know. I'm not really a Keys
1: heart. head. Da, 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 da.
2: I'm a bit of a Keys a Keys head.
1: What are her fan What does she call her fans?
2: Keymasters? Ooh, Locksmiths? <laughs> hey Locksmiths. That would be like a hey. little That'd be like a little a reach, but it would be it would be really cute.
1: I'd love it.
2: Hey, locksmiths,
1: Hey, locksmiths. What's the combination? Uh. <laughs> we were just talking about Banana Republic.
2: Yes, we're coming to you one day after the failed coup of President <laughs> Trump on the American government that happened yesterday.
1: Two A days, Burning Man meets Braveheart. Q. I mean, the Burners are going to have to rethink their fashion choices, I think, because yeah, they were guy. very much co opted.
2: That fucking guy, who, that full of QAnon. Plus, I believe the most shocking thing, one of the most shocking things I saw was that Ariel Pink was there with John Mouse.
1: Just, like, like, as an observer?
2: I Either participating or, like, just there to be, like, ironic hipsters. Hmm. So, check on your, your indie faves from the early 2010s. Like, Everybody.
1: were they in the area? I they just were... wouldn't want to get COVID, so I wouldn't, like, want to be near... <clears> here. <throat> it was a most definitely a super spreader, right? Definitely a super spreader event. And really like the fashion choices i was just like interested in people's fit picks like you had the lady who was crying because she got maced in the face rocking a piano scarf which i haven't seen one of those in a long time <laughs> the woman the woman who looked
2: like andrea riseborough
1: kind of yeah like crying like saying like it's a revolution that's why i'm here crying because she got maced what do you think we're doing we're storing the capitol it's a revolution (laughs) revolution. tony uh uh-uh no no sit
2: tony didn't like that
1: tony hates the revolution
2: it was just i mean a horrible day in our country
1: ever since the election i've heard the term like We're not a banana republic. This isn't a banana republic. You're acting like it's a banana republic. And I just can only think of banana republic, the store, Mm -hmm. and how I'm haunted by banana republic specifically because it's been at the Grove for ever since I've been around. And it's at the Grove. Yeah, there's a huge banana at the Grove. And I never see anyone in there. I'm so curious as to how it stays in business because I know it's like related to the gap. Is it I a don't... front? What?
2: Is it like a front?
1: I don't know what it is, but it's weird. And now that people are saying the words Banana Republic over and over, I'm like, what's the link here? Like, I can smell. I can... I'm about to go queue just on like Banana Republic. Like I'm literally in a place of how.
2: I'm having like a visceral scent flashback to how Banana Republic smell at the mall. And just, I feel like there was always like some kind of aloof gay man as one of the retail
1: associates there. It was definitely like the chicest store in the my local mall.
2: Yeah. What if kind of a fucked up name though?
1: But like, yeah, when I I was like, what is a Banana Republic actually? Because that's the only association I have is the store. And I still I googled it and learned, but then promptly forgot and just Mm -hmm. only now remember the store and like someone let me know who shops there. I guess maybe young professionals shop there.
2: I I I revealed to you that I have a few things from Banana Republic in my wardrobe. Like recent
1: purchases? No. Or like things your mom got for you and sent you? Mhm. Yeah, it's a mom store for sure. Moms who are like my son want I
2: want my son to be stylish but conservative.
1: Mhm. And, like, the last time I shopped there was, like, 2004 when I bought, like, my boyfriend at the time some turtlenecks for Christmas.
2: Total early 2000s, late 90s kind of place. Like, I feel like a sensible man, a sensible gay man shops at Banana Republic.
1: Definitely. And it's, like, a safe space in small cities or, like, not so, like, fashion-forward cities for, like, a gay man to work and feel, like, fashionable. Mm Mm-hmm. Like okay, I'm kind of in New York, but like with the Gap has been in constant trouble, like bankrupt, like up and down. The Gap's always having drama. Old Navy seems to just be still killing the game. Old Navy, but Banana Republic game. lies in this weird like neither Another world. Yeah, yeah neither world. where I'm like, who goes there?
2: Um, I mean, me, no, yeah, but like I. I mean I my mom is a fam- my mom always finds like a good deal at some stores like that like my mom my mom loves a Zara. Mhm.
1: Love as my a Zara. Mo-
2: as my mom famously said you ne with Zara you never know. So <laughs> I I say that to you now about Banana Republic as well.
1: It must be a you never know. But I feel like it's more expensive than a Zara would be. And, like, if I was given the choice, I would go Zara over Banana.
2: Same. It's like expensive shit.
1: Yeah. It's like. What, what's that freckle thing? Faux card? expensive. Sometimes things that are expensive are worse.
2: Banana Freckle. Away. You know who was at the insurrection just came out? Who? Britney Spears' first husband, Jason Alexander, <laughs> who she was married to for, like, less than 72 hours. He was there.
1: Classic as like as a participant or yes, a bystander he is,
2: no he's fully in QAnon, and he's like <laughs> he's like this jacked QAnon guy and he was fucking at the coup
1: whoa
2: the things i was most shocked by at the end of the night was when e news posted celebrity reactions <laughs> of the coup can i just tell you a few of them before we get <laughs> yeah, into? yeah please tell
1: Queens? me what the celebs were saying the most importantly let's talk about what the celebs were saying about the coup
2: as protesters storm the United States Capitol, celebrities are sharing their thoughts on the unsettling situation. Tagged Washington DC. <laughs> so these are there's photos of, you know, our nation's capital being besieged and congressmen like and women cowering under desks for fear of being killed. And these are these are the slides. As a site <laughs> as a united states citizen and the daughter of two veterans and the sister of another i am ashamed of what is happening in washington pink they they bold they'll bold certain things Mm -hmm. i am embarrassed ashamed and so sad and bold with what's happening demi lovato okay i'm speechless chris evans (laughs) unimaginable more disgraceful shocking in bold sarah jessica parker (laughs) queen this is not america america's in bold chloe grace moretz (laughs) what in god's name how in god's name in bold jane lynch (laughs) more that's it
1: um let's talk about this episode though because actually i feel like the tide shifted and i was into this vibe of slc
2: i'm carrie i'm lara And you're listening to to sexy,
1: unique podcast, Podcast. Salty Utah Salty Utah Queens.
2: No, this episode was like a turning point, I think. And I am very happy with how it ended. And I think it's what we needed.
1: We needed someone to be plied with alcohol to the point that they made horrible decisions and And conducted themselves foolishly. And Whitney took the fall. And God bless her for it. Paymon bless her for it. Latter-day Saints bless her for it. Joseph Smith bless her for it. Brigham Young brigham young bless her um bless this mess
2: bless this mess she was the patsy and she leapt into the flames for all of us and i Mm -hmm. am grateful to her for that i'm grateful to that golf slash uh banquet hall venue for supplying whitney with the alcohol to do this and i'm grateful for heather for kind of enabling her and i'm grateful for
1: all I'm grateful to Bauman for selling Jen the exact Beyonce jacket. That
2: was wild. That was wild. that That was the outfit.
1: It was. There were lots of good things happening. I do want to say friend of the pod, Connor Goldsmith, texted us and let us know that this show was filmed. So rose silk was filmed in 2018 and then bravo i guess sat on it or then decided to re-edit recut the whole thing and now it's released so i do feel cheated and tricked like timing wise we're literally watching a vintage we're watching like vintage behavior
2: yeah so for anyone who doesn't know this this season goes from christmas 2018 into night 2019 I thought COVID was going to hit, and we were going to see how they deal with COVID, and like, you know, this we're only going to get a few months of normalcy with with the things they could do. But no, this is a full year before last year.
1: This is like archival footage. I just like black and white, grainy. Like we need Peter Jackson to come in and restore the footage.
2: I feel, (laughs) I feel a little (laughs) cheated.
1: When we were soldiers. Yeah. When we were Latter-day Saints,
2: I feel a little lied to.
1: Mhm. Now I feel, I feel like deceived. we're pretending. Yeah.
2: Feels like the moon landing was like I i now it's like confirmed that like the moon landing was faked or something. Like I feel I feel like something was just, the rug was just pulled out from under me.
1: I like to feel like my Bravo shows are current and I like to be tricked into thinking they're also like very real and all the drama is real and this like pulling the curtain back on the timing. I'm like, that ain't right. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. I mean, everything is fake on reality TV. I guess like we all know that, Mm -hmm. but I like to, I choose to be,
2: I choose to believe I'm a, yeah, I choose
1: to believe my QAnon is reality television and I I believe everything. It tells me
2: I, yeah, I, I the the veil has been lifted and now I'm seeing the show. I still can appreciate it and I'm glad to see where it's going. But I feel uh, blown away by that revelation. Yeah. But that means that hopefully they filmed another season and we're about to get another one really soon.
1: Yeah, that would be great.
2: Like a, if we get like a back to back, if the, if they gift us with that, I would love.
1: Hmm. That would be major. That would make up for some of the lies and. If we keep ramping up, if we just keep Whitney shit-faced or plastered for the rest of the show, then I think we'll be good, too.
2: I need to 5150 Stewart once and for all, Jen's (laughs) assistant. um,
1: Yeah, what did he do?
2: For calling himself Stu Chains. Oh, yeah. We need to flag that and not be doing that in 2019 (laughs) so this episode was pretty wild it was full it really i think the the pace was great it kind of never another a continued complaint of mine though not enough mary uh but mary is remains she's kind of the center of all the drama still
1: yeah she's there was more mary in this episode i appreciated that it kind of okay. So it opens with Meredith hiking with her two kids, Brooks and Chloe. Is her, her other kid named Chloe?
2: Yeah, her youngest is Chloe. She's eighteen. You just hear her go. Is next weekend Valentine's Day?
1: I love that their hikes just seem like they go to fields and like walk aimlessly.
2: Yeah, their hikes are are a strange. Um, a strange dynamic. Brooks is just like, Meredith's like, yeah, your dad and I are really working on our stuff. And like, it took, you know, we've come to some realizations in therapy together. And then Brooks was like, if it took therapy to get you guys to that point, like, I feel bad for you. I was like, shut the fuck up. You should be in therapy.
1: Yeah. I'm like, well, what's your excuse? Yeah.
2: What's your excuse? <laughs>
1: for being just the worst. I5150 Brooks. I volunteer Brooks is 5150 material. That's a good. And if his if this show is 20, like I feel like he got some sort of work done in between like filming his talking head moments mm-hmm. from like the previous episodes and his ones from this episode. Totally. And if now we're getting like current 2020 content or 2021 content filming, his face can only get more and more like garish Bella Hadid from here. So I look forward to seeing that because I feel just spiritually that that's like, what's going to happen.
2: Brooks is going to end up looking like the, the weekends, like fake plastic surgery.
1: Yeah. Side note: <laughs> do you think the weekend is like trying to troll Bella with that? I don't know. It's uh, what's his end game with it. I'm intrigued, but I'm also like, why? I'm
2: also just like, I'm just like celebrities are in crisis.
1: It's a long drawn out performance art that I'm either like you're really genius for this, or you're just like kind of a stunt queen and dumb. But like I'm just
2: kind of like I don't really care.
1: I don't really I don't care enough to Google it, but I do care enough to ask readers to Google it and like tell me because I also don't follow the weekend that much. I don't even and. Like, I work out some of his songs, but I really don't get it. So if someone could clue me in and tell me if it's cool or bad, I would appreciate that. I like that you one You take song. something off my plate. <laughs>
2: I like the one song. All that money, the money that one.
1: Yeah, like beow, Old Weekend.
2: Beow, beow. Yeah, when he was still kind of mysterious. I like that.
1: Yeah, when he was making, like, sexy, weird music. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I um, would love to know, like, what's up with him. Um, Joe, the riding instructor, ten, ten would bang
2: oh, yeah, so Whitney and Heather are riding horses. I loved seeing them on horseback.
1: me too. Horses bring me to such a place of yes, their riding instructor was hot, uh, yeah, I'm like, like Heather, you should date this yeah. guy. There's all
2: these nice men that heather's has in her life, like Travis
1: percolating around, yeah.
2: He was like rugged, and at one point you hear Whitney just go <sniffs> to her horse, which I loved. Mm-hmm. We see like a little smattering of all the all the women in their family. Lisa is with her son, who has a baby face but sounds like has a deeper voice than I do. And he's like, "She's like, do you want me to make you some food?" And he says, "I'm not really craving a microwave hot dog right now."
1: <laughs> and she goes, ah, "I like Lisa. Like Lisa." Becomes more and more my queen with every episode.
2: She's full of curveballs. Her plotline was bizarre today. I'm sorry. the The whole aquarium. I was like, this is weird.
1: No, I need more of it. Like, put Lisa. It's like she's never been to an aquarium before, and has never hung out with her own family before, and is experiencing everything for the first time through Lisa lenses.
2: She's like, oh, it's so cool! It's amazing. The minute she walks in,
1: she's wow! Oh my god, turtles! I love those. You love those. What's that? A, ba- a baby shark? Who doesn't? It love looks turtles? like a shark face. What is it?
2: <laughs> and then we cut to Jen. She's in bed. She sounds sick. I think whatever her son had, she has now.
1: Oh yeah, um, I forgot about that.
2: She's planning a surprise party with Crystal her second assistant for Sharif. Uh she's like I really need to make this good, like it has to be a really big deal. I want to combine his two favorite things, golf and hip hop. So that she's going to have a golf and hip hop 30 party, which is cute.
1: That's cute. She's delegating from bed and she says that she's not inviting Mary. Whitney yeah. facetimes her to do a little like post game to do some plot <laughs> The the producers are like, Whitney, now you need to FaceTime Jen and talk about her party and who she's inviting and who she's not. And Whitney's like, okay, cool. Whitney's literally, I think, doing everything the producers are telling her to do. Like, she's just their key to anything.
2: She's their plant and she's their go to girl. And she's on a show and she's she's like, I've never done a TV show. I'm going to trust these people. And if they tell me to go (laughs) cause trouble, I'm going to do it.
1: I kind of love it because she's not very good at it. Like she's no. not sly. She doesn't really no. have like any game. So Her like she's off. like, and who are you going to invite to your party? And then Jen's like, Jen like talks and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. she's like, I'm not inviting Mary. Cause so I could just invite like Pete, like models and have them stand around and do nothing and look hot. And Whitney goes, Ha! Okay, cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just wrote, I wrote, no, Mary, I was like, you're lost. But then it ended, because I was like, we need some, we need friction. But Whitney ended up saving it. Then we cut to we cut to Casa de Cosby, and Mary and Sherlinda are, Mary's f- facilitating some cleaning. And she's telling Sherlinda to get under certain areas. And Sherlinda calls her ma'am, which I was like, that's your fam." I was just like, "This this cult thing? Goes deeper than we know.
1: Their relationship is wild. Mary just bosses Charlinda right around.
2: I think it has to do with the the cult, the church. Like that, I th- like I think,
1: she's just the boss, and well, you're just her underling. She,
2: yeah, I think there's some like kind of like she's my
1: superior.
2: Yeah, because she's like their god, kind
1: of. We get a little more insight into the depth of Mary's empire. And she facetimes with Robert Sr., who's like off in Florida or somewhere checking the grass, which I think is like code word for something, but I don't know what. Would love any insight on that. But Mary's like, when my grandma died, she left me everything. And I was like, Okay, yeah, she left you her church and her man. Like, what else could there possibly be? And what else is that there's a house in Vegas, the house in Salt Lake, a house in Indiana. A apartment in nyc in a house in orlando
2: and not just an apartment like a penthouse apartment in new york city with like yeah a like a
1: big expensive apartment
2: and all of the homes are like mansions
1: yeah and she doesn't rent them she I says think it's,
2: i think it's where all their
1: churches are they have multiple i thought that was just that okay so i
2: feel like i feel like they must have some kind of church presence in indiana which is a huge evangelist stronghold
1: Mm. i
2: feel like they must have some church presence in all these places and that's why they have homes there.
1: smart and also it's kind of scientology with just like real like putting a lot of money into real estate
2: but they don't like rent it like she goes and we don't rent she goes i don't want people living in my homes
1: i, know, chair. I don't share when try. i'm not in them they're empty
2: but it, it was like that. it did feel i think it's they must have a presence in all those places i really believe that
1: yeah that would make sense because i was like how much money are you really netting from just one church in salt lake city like you're not like to have the sure. level of fashion that i do believe mary just goes out and buys whatever the fuck she wants like and she's buying like three thousand dollar pants you know what i mean like you gotta have a lot of churches
2: no it's wild and she's she's they must be worth like tens of millions of
1: dollars i love that for them um more 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 but she how goes, do you like it how do you like it i need more mary
2: but when her husband when they first call he goes he's like wow you look great and mary goes she goes oh no don't don't say that and you at first you think it's like false she, her being like coy and bashful but she's actually like please don't say that to me mm-hmm <laughs> grandpa <laughs>
1: Maybe they have like a totally asexual relationship at this point, and like they just exist in each other's lives. Yeah. Um. And like she maybe comes to him for advice, or I don't know. I mean, it seems like she's embarrassed about everyone knowing that she's married and had sex with him at least once to produce like offspring. So maybe she's like, I'll do it for a little while. But now we're like more platonic.
2: I'm just in shock over her like Ellen DeGeneres-esque real estate portfolio.
1: Yeah, that shocked me as well.
2: Like these are homes too. They're not like... It's not like a town. Like she has... It's not like a timeshare. Like she has mansions.
1: Yeah. And like the biggest... Like I didn't... I guess I also didn't really realize how huge her Salt Lake house was until kind of Whitney was standing at the front door. And then I just saw like the proportions of the doors in comparison to like Whitney's body. And I was just like, wow, this is a massive mansion.
2: Massive. Mary's just raking it in. She tells her husband they have like another like plotty plot accelerant conversation where she complains about not being invited to. I was like, how did she find out so fast? (laughs) Which is like (laughs) funny, but she's like, yeah, Jen did not invite me to Sharif's party. And her husband's like, Oh, well they're just jealous of you. And like all this stuff. And Mary starts to cry.
1: He goes, jealousy is a cruel mistress. And Mary says she feels like all the girls took Jen's side over her side and she feels ganged up on and left out well and i'm like long. honey when you marry your grandpa it's gonna be like that but you should really lobby for your own show yeah and also not for long someone messaged me that and told me that mary said recently that she's never seen an episode of the show and she just like doesn't have them and i wonder if like her I wonder if she's told, like, if her church members have watched or if she tells them not to watch or if they have, like, watch parties and they're, like, go girl. Oh, they don't. Or, like...
2: I don't think they're... I don't think they're watching. I don't think Mary... Maybe she doesn't even let them watch TV.
1: Yeah, I was I'm at. I'm at,
2: like, the... I think Mary is... Like, I love how... I love the element of chaos she brings just on a on a viewer point but i i am fully convinced that this this is a very like their she and her husband are like dark people like that they're they have like a (laughs) they're like evil cult people
1: you know what just kind of hit me in regards to maybe why this show hasn't been hitting as hard is that premiering during like a pandemic where you can't go anywhere or like Venture to a place where any of these women are, mm-hmm. I think, kind of brings your boner for these shows down a little bit. Because, hmm. like, I was just thinking I would love to go to Mary's church and just check it out and see what's up. And, like, probably people, if we were in just normal times, people would be like going to Mary's church.
2: I'm sure they're still going.
1: And, but, like, tourists and stuff would be oh, like, oh, oh, like, yeah. Like, I I would want to go to Salt Lake and, like, go to Sundance, go to a Lisa Barlow yeah. a, event and then, like, have, like, a Sunday service at Mary's Church and have, like, a Ralsuk weekend. Wait. But you can't do that. So, it's just, like, what? Like, what am I watching? Also, the show's from two years ago. So, again, what am I watching?
2: Wait, not to repeat a rumor, but I was reading there was, like, a crazy internet rumor that Jeffree Star and Kanye were fucking...
1: Yeah, I don't believe that. And Have you just, seen Jeffree Star? I mean, honey.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean I He is the anti boner for me <laughs> and I think for a lot of people. But
2: he he definitely played to it on his Instagram. Of he wrote, course like, he did. Sunday anyway, that was just like a wild.
1: Did you hear see that on like Dumois or whatever?
2: I unfollowed Dumois because I couldn't I didn't want to hear any more about like Lucians or Places in New York that all these people are like, it's always like so and so was spotted at this restaurant. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah, I'm like, give us the goods. Because they were saying, or someone had, it was rumored that like Kim was dating Van Jones, but then they said, no, that wasn't true. What? I'm just excited to see who they date next. I would love Kanye to have a gay moment or like a bisexual moment. I do not. Like, I don't think that he would date Jeffree Starr. No. I'm just gonna go out on a limb. Well, there was that there was guess. always that because Jeffrey moved to Wyoming.
2: Mm-hmm. There was always that uh speculation that him and Ricardo Tishi were fucking.
1: Mm-hmm. Which like which love so hot. Here for it.
2: I could almost see Kim trying to get it somehow like finagle away into like a politics realm
1: mm-hmm like cory booker Something but he's like that. with someone
2: rosario dawson
1: are they still together i think so love that um yeah anyway. like who can they even date next like i almost think kim like
2: almost maybe is past the like she doesn't need to be with anyone she just has like she has like her family and like her kids and like jonathan chabon and i think that's honestly like enough for her I think when you have a family that big and tight, you like your need for partnership probably isn't as like high in a way, or like because compa- you have like companions. True, they're, they're so insular that family. Like they're so not. I'm not saying obviously like I'm saying just like she just has her sisters and Rob and her mom, and like you know.
1: But that family is also so relationship based. Like I feel like that's true. There's never just like a single. I guess Kyle. No, Kylie's is like Kendall. I think Kendall's a lesbian on the low.
2: I do too, but she won't ever admit that.
1: Yeah, but she's constantly dating like NBA player. Like everyone's always in a relationship in it's that true. family. It's true. And but it's also like when you're Kim Kardashian at this point who can you even date that like matches your vibe like kanye and her that's why they seemed like such a perfect match is because they had like similar interests similar levels of fame and like could build like an empire together and could help each other like enhance each other's lives in that way and i can't think of anyone that would like be able to do that for her now
2: yeah they they benefited each other a lot
1: they did. She, I think, benefited him.
2: Well, she at the. I think when he was going, when he's had his moments of, you know, ex- kind of terrible, <laughs> uh,
1: like stuff. mental health crises. Well,
2: just and just some of this, this the rhetoric and the things he was saying, where people were kind of horrified. I think she always, in recent times, kind of at least attempted to buffer that a little and soften the blow a little by saying like i stick by him or you know he's going through stuff and but yeah that last everything that was happening whatever i don't even give a shit about i'm so i like i don't even i'm like i'm whatever i I wish them well (laughs) what no i'm just like i every time i start talking about like I can't the Kardashians just like I'm so beyond that like I You're I'm like, not even I don't even I'm not even like hating on them. I just I'm like I don't know. It's it's a development for me cuz I've always been fascinated by them. But I'm now at a point where I'm kind of like mm. But I'm also at a point where like a few months ago people were mad at them for going to Lake Tahoe and I was like what do you think rich people are going to do? Like rich famous people are going to do. They're going to go, they're going to leave the cities. Like this, why are we surprised that they're in Lake Tahoe?
1: Yeah, the only reason you're mad about it is cuz you know about it. Literally any other person of means has left whatever city and has traveled on vacation.
2: I'm always going to root for Kim in some way.
1: I root for her. I just think it's like where do you how do you like Yeah, I
2: know you're right. Date? Like she's a, she's kind of a supernova. It's like Who's going to match her and just she has almost like a cartoonish level of stardom. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you find someone that has that same kind of caricature almost?
1: Totally. And I think when you're a woman at at that level, like it's almost harder to find someone that either matches you or I mean, who's the there's no one like above her level at this point. So, it's either you're finding someone that kind of matches you or is, like, below your level and then you have to navigate their potential jealousy or them feeling threatened by you and your success. Like, it's a really difficult place to, like, find yourself in and then, like, be able to have a relationship. Whereas when you're, like, a man, it just is not the same. Yeah. But anyways, anyways, um, it's Valentine's Day at Heather's house.
2: Yeah. Okay. Can I be real?
1: Yeah, be real.
2: I think is Heather's husband like on meth?
1: Something's off with him. Maybe he's ill.
2: His face is like kind of like he looks like someone that is on meth.
1: Maybe he's been spending too much time in his hot tub.
2: Yeah, he's an odd man.
1: They both look so different from when their wedding photos were.
2: Heather turned out the best of that duo. Like,
1: she's... well, yeah, I mean, it's either you're the crypt keeper, Billy, or you're like fabulous Heather with access um, to like injectable. I love just like building your own lab where you can go like get your face worked on. I love her and write I, it
2: all off as a business expense. That's I smart. continue to just love Heather.
1: Yeah, love Heather. I Heather's also having... loved the revelation that scary movie 3 broke their relationship.
2: I know. <laughs> okay, so Heather's having a Valentine's Day brunch with her two with her three daughters and her husband Billy comes in, her ex-husband, and he brings gifts for the girls. He brings, you know, some stuff for her. It's it's actually cute like he comes over it was You're cute clear. but
1: his energy was like Strange. a rain cloud over the like otherwise fun, feminine. flirty, galatine's feminine energy. Yeah, this is
2: like a this is a place of like female power in this house and he comes in and like kind of brings it down.
1: Yeah. And I got I was appreciating their like attempt at conscious uncoupling, but it also felt awkward but if the well, girls are happy then everyone's happy you kind of get the
2: sense that neither of them really ever loved each other yeah i think there were just like we were always just kind of friends who like procreated mm-hmm. and like she she's like what was there you know he was handsome and his family was rich and you know he was his a mormon celeb he's mm-hmm. a connection to the howard hughes fortune made him a mormon celebrity so like what was i to do and i was like all right work
1: yeah, he so looks... they got married really fast after meeting.
2: Oh, yeah, it was on.
1: Because you also have to get married if you want to fuck. So that's probably why a lot of like hyper-religious people are like, let's fucking do this.
2: unlike any others on the market.
1: Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription.
2: Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase.
1: Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com.
2: Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties.
1: So they moved in together only to realize that they were like completely incompatible.
2: They've done like a conscious uncoupling they're they're friendly for the kids he's part of their lives, but doesn't seem like very part of it like he seems like all he does is kind of spend time alone and like hang in his hot tub.
1: I was surprised that he filmed because. I felt like his face had been blurred out in previous photos.
2: Yeah, it was it was a strange He's a weird guy. Like I think he's he, just an I think he's just a trust fund guy who like doesn't have a job and just hangs.
1: Weird guy, but would love to see more of him because we need all the weirdo energy we can get on reality TV.
2: It's true. So yeah, Heather tells an anecdote about they went to on a date. The reason why one time they went on a date, the beginning of the end of their marriage started because of scary movie 3 and there was a glory hole moment in in the movie which I remember and she laughed at it or something or thought it was funny and he was like we're leaving and he he was like I can't stand for this and then he withheld sex from her to punish her
1: for a week.
2: For a week. And then the reason the final I guess the nail in the coffin was she couldn't do something for his sister
1: Yeah, she wouldn't reschedule the baptism of one of their children, I think, to fit his sister's schedule. So then he said, well, if that's the case, I'm going to move out. And then he moved out. So it just seems like two people that were like a terrible match to begin with.
2: But like that—that that is unhinged.
1: The whole thing is unhinged. But I'm glad that they got their beautiful daughters out of it. And like... Seemingly, I guess they still get along, and it must be nice to. I mean, for as much trauma as Heather's had to undergo with like getting divorced and being like a pariah in her community, it's also kind of lol when I guess you get divorced from like a Mormon man because you're like, uh, have fun, you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't drink coffee, you can't fuck. So I guess you'll just sit in your hot tub and waste away until you find like a wife. You're gonna have to go through the same thing all over again to like get some woman and you look like a skeletor you look at the 12 foot tall halloween skeleton so like best (laughs) of luck to you i'm gonna be riding dick into the sunset
2: riding dick and riding wolves
1: yeah me and my wolf pack we gather we ride dicks Oh! Oh! oh
2: so yeah they have like he like gets some shit on the floor he like comes in like typical man gets the house dirty and then leaves and then Heather's like you know she goes it's nice that I have a good relationship with my ex-husband for my kids but at the end of the day I'm still a divorcee ostracized by my my community and totally alone and I was like
1: <laughs> <laughs> damn fuck but also not so damn you have the show like you're getting money and fame and like you have the beauty lab also so your like- husband
2: is giving you your husband is a billionaire So you're getting like so much money in return.
1: Yeah. You're getting the child support. Like I'm sure you got like a, hopefully you got a fair shake in the divorce. and like, everything's going to be okay. I believe in Heather's ability to find love, even if she doesn't believe in it for herself. Yeah. Based on literally nothing, but I still believe that someday you and me can find ourselves in love again. Whitney goes over to Mary's house for an unhinged girls gathering.
2: We see Mary Whitney rings the door, we see Mary getting ready for I guess is she snacking? She just takes three chicken nuggets out of a Tupperware and you just hear you hear her go Okay, three and uh, yes, three. And then she takes a bite. And I was like, Is this for her or for Whitney or what what's going on?
1: She does not have very good hostessing abilities, but I related to her in that aspect because, like, when she awkwardly answered the door and was like, hi, oh, my God, hi, um, come in and, like, was weird. I feel like I've been like that to people sometimes where I'm just, like, a true Mary and, like, inviting, like, someone that I kind of know but, like, not that well over. And I had a lot of, like, seeing myself in Mary in that moment. But then I immediately didn't see myself in Mary when she told Whitney that she needed to put protective booties over her shoes. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) She goes, I don't know what you're dragging in the house. So I wrote Mary was ready for COVID.
1: Mary has been COVID ready from the jump for years. Also, she goes, I don't know what you stepped in. You could have hurled and stepped right in it. Like as though people are just like vomiting and then walking through their own vomit. Uh, Oh,
2: I just love seeing Whitney like scooting around in her little booties. Mm-hmm. Mary brings Whitney into her palatial like extremely disordered walk-in closet that's just a room also and
1: her that's her bedroom
2: oh right yeah that's
1: her bedroom which I believe is like a glimpse into her brain like it's a facsimile feels, of what's going on internally
2: I think the the clothes surrounding her bed is sort of like her protection hmm i think she feels safe with all her clothes mary calls her a hoarder or whitney calls her a hoarder
1: a high-end hoarder mary sits down in like a throne and she just launches into a monologue and she goes i love fashion these Bauman pants and these gucci boots and this shirt i bought in milan milano <laughs> and i was just like <laughs> yes
2: And then she just squeezes herself and goes, I just love clothes.
1: I want Vogue to do some sort of like video collaboration with Mary where they like I want to just watch her talking about the history of all the clothes that she has and telling us like where each garment is from, where she got it, what she was feeling when she bought it. Like, I want to. I want like Mary's shopping rundown. Me
2: too. Yeah. I mean, when I worked at Paper Magazine, they did like a high end fashion shoot with Teresa and melissa
1: yeah it was she
2: shot by some famous photographer i forgot like it was really cool like I, that stuff is really cool to me mm-hmm. do it
1: because she loves but she clearly she loves fashion she's a label whore so like i want to hear her outfit in the scene is
2: outrageous this red frock it was Get out it.
1: of control getting imagine having someone over to your house dressed like that god I love her it.
2: Whitney just kind of has this like curious look on her face when as Mary speaks, like you can, Whitney's almost like mesmerized by her because she's they in a way they sort of have the Jacqueline Danielle dynamic from season one where Jacqueline was like kind of titillated by Danielle and her her like swirl of chaos in her life and I I mean I think Mary's less desperate than Danielle because Mary has so much but. I think Jacqueline felt kind of bad when she was with Danielle and felt kind of like, ooh, like a little glimpse into like, you know, this, this kind of chaotic world that I like, love a little, you know what I mean? And I think she's totally, she's kind of as Jacqueline was turned on by Danielle. I think Whitney's like fascinated and like enthralled by Mary's complicated persona
1: absolutely and also it gives Whitney a chance to have like more camera time so she's (laughs) like sure I'll go to Mary's house talk to her crazy ass wear those boots (laughs) over my shoes and ask her some questions and tell her that everyone's talking shit about her behind her back
2: Mary's like no one has my back I'm alone
1: oh wait no Whitney didn't tell her that yeah Mary was like everyone turned on me and now Mayor Meredith and Lisa call me to and say they're afraid of me or they're afraid of Jen.
2: They're afraid of Jen. And Whitney's like, that's interesting. <laughs> she's going to put that in her back pocket. Um, I could just see Whitney like driving home being like, I can use this to herself.
1: What will I do next? Who will I call next? <laughs> what is uh, my FaceTime next?
2: Yeah, that's just Wh- all she's thinking. What will I do next?
1: What is my next move? Is she AI or a real person?
2: She's real, but like something's
1: there's a screw loose. Has she been microchipped? She might have been. She's real, but microchipped and AI Mm. has taken over. (laughs) Something is like amiss. Something's not adding up. That came out last year where the girl's like, my husband's getting me chipped today, guys. She's like one of the first people like she's getting like the test chip that Elon Musk has developed and it's already been installed and it's a test run to see how it goes.
2: Um. Then we cut over to the, the, the Mark's house and I don't I didn't really I don't even want to talk about this Brooks Seth by the way is so handsome
1: Seth's hot yeah Seth is I was just, like I just love his Meredith eyes. if you're done with him I'll take him.
2: I also love this. I loved it a little because it's so it's Meredith, Seth and Brooks are trying to figure out what they want for dinner. Seth and Meredith are just like so horny for each other and like hot for each other, at least playing the part. Maybe it's not actually, but they're like, I think Seth
1: like, is horny for Meredith and Meredith's not that horny for Seth. Yeah, you're right. But I liked seeing Seth get horny.
2: Seth is kind of like gobs. I feel like he just stares at Meredith and he's just like he's just Seth is like head over heels for her.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And Meredith is kind of like... Meredith's drunk in this scene, by the way. Is she? She seemed a little wine-sloshed, which I liked.
1: I love. I like when he goes, oh, are you wearing your wedding ring? And she goes... Mm. And this huge sparkling rock.
2: And he goes, do you remember what, I, remember what you said when I gave it to you? And she goes, probably I do. <laughs> and Brooks keeps going, Oh, can you guys not do this while I'm here? Like, he's just so...
1: Shut the fuck up, Brooks. <sighs>
2: I just wrote I I wrote Brooks is jealous of Seth. Yeah. Cuz he likes to he get all He wants what his,
1: Seth has, which is uh, full access to his mother.
2: He just wants attention from her at all times.
1: Yeah, it's very um Oedipal.
2: Mhm. Not like I don't think it's I mean Brooks is obviously Gay is the day is long, but I think he just no, wants... No, but I think
1: you can still have, like, an Oedipus complex and be a gay man. Like, not That's like you want to fuck your mom, but you want to be the no. closest one to her. Exactly. You want her undivided attention and to control mm. her life like a husband would.
2: Um. Can you guys do this in your bedroom? I'm standing here. He keeps... and they're kind of no they're not really paying attention to him
1: yeah they've learned how to tune him out they Mm -hmm. like adjust the frequency of their brain and then brooks just goes radio silent and all he's good for is calling and arranging the takeout which looked delicious by the way i want it i was like i want that i want what they have
2: short rib sushi
1: yeah, just give me everything. I want it all. Whatever soup you guys were having, like lay it all out. I want it all ASAP.
2: Also, whenever they cut to a new scene, I just love when there's no music and you just hear the wind of Salt Lake City.
1: mm-hmm it's so cold. Powerful.
2: Um so Whitney, <laughs> Whitney's just making her rounds. She goes to her, <laughs> her friend Sarah, who's a QAnon. And Who
1: will I go to next? Maybe I'll go over to Sarah's house.
2: Sarah's the one from the first episode who came in going, happy birthday to you. (laughs) Sarah's wild. Sarah is also an ex-Mormon. She lives in like a very kind of desolate looking home in the middle of a field, across the field from a temple, a Mormon temple.
1: Um, I love looking out your window just to behold a huge Mormon temple.
2: They walk over to the sink and she's like, would you like water? And Whitney's like, yeah, I'll have water. And then Whitney goes, oh, no, my heel just punctured a hole in your floor mat. And Sarah goes, this is the mat I bought for my maids to feel comfortable while they do dishes. (laughs) And (laughs) and
1: he goes, oh, well, that's too bad because my stiletto punched a hole in it. (laughs) And then they she's like, Sarah gets me. Uh, She's on her third marriage. That's crazy. (laughs) they're the same age
2: they're high school friends that means so whitney's what 33 she's on her third
1: marriage some people just be getting married and divorced and married and divorced and then married again
2: that is that's like three marriages in, in the span of a
1: decade busy whitney goes so how have you been and sarah goes i don't know life right And that's my favorite conversation I've ever heard. I'm like,
2: she's Elizabeth Taylor level of like marriages at the age of, by the age of 30.
1: Yeah, I'm into it. May she be blessed with many more divorces and many more marriages. She needs
2: to be, she needs to be a housewife.
1: She's a classic. Like she gives me the vibe of just some, just as many marriages as humanly possible.
2: The eternal marriage, AKA multiple marriages forever.
1: The marriage cycle, a never ending carousel of marriages.
2: But yeah, someone I did, I, I do think it was confirmed that she's in queue.
1: Love it. Was she storming the Capitol?
2: She's probably supported it.
1: I want to know. Yeah. Like I'm ready for like an update on all these women to see like what they're up to and where they're, what they're doing now.
2: I know. I know. I think I know Heather stands for like Black Lives Matter and LGBT rights. So she's I think she's on the right side of history. But who knows about the others? Um, We find out that Whitney's in-laws kept the photo of Justin and his ex-wife on display (laughs) for like the first eight years of their marriage. Yeah. And 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 it's still up there. Along with the ex-wife's new husband and her and their wedding photos.
1: So they have a triptych of all the weddings. That's a great troll.
2: You can just tell that Whitney's been... She's been through the ringer.
1: Hopefully they'll film with her sometime.
2: Lisa takes her boys to the aquarium with her husband. And it's kind of a weird... Like they just walk in and she goes, Look how amazing! And she goes, Wow! Could you imagine being in the ocean and then seeing that swimming above you? And they look up and see a big fake shark. <laughs> and she goes, what would you call that shark? And he goes, fresh wolf.
1: She goes, uh, look at that turtle. You love that. You love
2: that turtle. And, and she then goes, go,
1: you're so fun. I love spending time with you guys.
2: And, and, she, and they're looking at blowfish at one point, And she goes, look at that. And her youngest son goes, they make blowfish at Area 51. And I was like
1: Glowfish.
2: Glowfish. I was like
1: Or whatever they are. Yeah. Like neon off the, fish. I was
2: loving the computer. his
1: <laughs> conspiracy theory. Lisa galaxy her, brain.
2: Her face when he said it, she was like, <sighs> okay.
1: She does not believe in aliens.
2: Then they go and feed penguins, which is kind of cute. Lisa just keeps going, Oh my god, they're amazing. I love them. They're so cute. <laughs>
1: I've never touched a fish before. I've never held a fish. Oh my god, this one's aggressive. Ah, they're so cute. I love them.
2: I love these birds. Do you love the penguins? Does everyone love... Like, she's just so... It's so strange. And then we find out there's... Her husband and sons are creating a line of, like, men's grooming stuff or, like, men's scents.
1: Is her husband in on it? I thought it was just her
2: sons. I think he's, like facilitating it but it's called fresh wolf and she's like it's amazing and when we get our minds on something my family always accomplishes it
1: when my sons came to me wanting to start a range of hair care and products i said yes we will do this i love that her whole family just means business yeah also like the last thing anyone needs is a range of hair care products for men like skincare and hair care products for men called fresh wolf. Mm. I just don't feel so like it's going to make like a big, No, I don't know. It doesn't seem like the, a slam dunk. Cause I can think of like a million other brands, but go off. Wow. I love this bird. <laughs> Look wow. at that turtle. You love that.
2: You love turtles. We love turtles.
1: Oh, amazing. That is amazing. That bird is Amazing that was me i love simon, it
2: when simon and i went to the long beach aquarium like three years ago and he had just gotten his wisdom teeth out so he was like in a haze mm-hmm. and everywhere i was going i was just like wow look as i was trying to make it really fun look at that simon was like we need to go
1: that's literally also me i went like a year or so ago to the monterey aquarium and i was like wow oh my god an octopus that is amazing i love it look at it it's in the corner you love that everyone loves that everyone loves that
2: um so then we cut to the big night jen's getting all done up by her team team shaw team shaw uh, she wants to be
1: shabulous she wants to be shalicious.
2: she has her husband has no idea what's going on they get dressed up she tells him to wear like kind of golf attire and she's wearing her
1: she's wearing a fur and boots i think mm-hmm. she's waiting to like reveal the full look when she yeah. gets to the party
2: they're on their way and, and she she's like so we have dinner reservations like uh you know where do you think you're going like she's giving him directions and he's like well there's a popeyes out there he's like i mean i'd be happy with that and i was like me too
1: yeah it sounded yummy i was like i want a shrimp po boy from popeyes
2: yeah and then she's like we're actually gonna go golfing and he goes
1: oh oh great golfing great that's so fun I think it's always a mistake to have a surprise party for someone that does not like surprise parties. Mm-hmm. Like it's never going to end well or go the way you really want it to.
2: Well, we it's certainly not because we cut to the party and Stu's going around calling himself Stu Chain. So we already know <laughs> he's already like blackout.
1: Stu's on one. Yeah. He's one to watch. He might need to go join Diane Warren in the sober living after everything's said and done. Oh great. Golfing. Oh that's oh, fun. 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 Those big Maybe. golf tower things. I've never been to one, but this made me want to go.
2: There's one by Century Spa in Koreatown.
1: Yeah. There's, There's one like, that just opened. I'm sure it's that exact same chain of them in Oklahoma that's like now like a big attraction in Oklahoma fun. City.
2: It's fun seeing them at night.
1: Yeah, okay. they're pretty I would want to go at nighttime.
2: Um so She's like, we're going to go golfing. He still doesn't know it's a surprise. Or maybe he does, but he's pretending not. I think he may may know. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: but if your wife comes down, she's dressed to the nines like that. And you're just going golfing. And you know you're not just going golfing.
2: So then they surprise. They walk in and it's like every... It's it's sweet. It's like his old players are there that he coached. People from the NFL are there. Coaches, spouses are there. Maybe coaches who have died. So he, it's like a very like, this is your life
1: hmm It's cute. Yeah, it was his, sweet. And he so seemed sweet genuinely with his
2: sons. touched. He's so like affectionate with them. I just I like when like it's it's nice to see that.
1: I love Sharif.
2: I really like Sharif. That was sad for him with how it ended.
1: Yeah, I love Sharif and like chill Jen. I hope that it's all just like played up for the cameras. Like whatever anger they they have or that she had whatever anger she has but then also i mean we'll get to it but someone meredith makes a comment about like their relationship that i was like hmm but whitney immediately starts like chugging alcohol and then she establishes that she's the kyle richards of the group because she takes the dance floor when sharif and jen like have a dance off and whitney completely takes over the dance floor to do splits handstands falls like backwards on some people like is just like humping the floor and like twerking
2: when Whitney- Lisa says that Whitney needs a lot of attention
1: she is Whitney seems like she needs a lot of attention and I'm like get off the floor <laughs> get off the floor is my advice to most people
2: Lisa's Mormon like zeal is scary when it when she turns her eye of saran on on Whitney.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Got off the floor. Well, also
2: at one point before this, Jen's like, I really hope Sharif likes the party because if he doesn't, I'm gonna have to lead him and start leave him and start dating other people. And the and the oh, person yeah. goes, Are you making a dig at Meredith? And she goes, No comment. No
1: comment. Ooh, like, Ooh. shots fired. While Whitney is doing her exhibitionist dances, it cuts to Justin, who's just, like, solo golfing.
2: Yeah, I like that.
1: He's like, ooh, a chance to practice my swing.
2: Whitney's getting blackout, and Whitney and Heather start talking. And basically, Whitney's like, I really think Jen needs to know that Mary said that Lisa and Meredith are talking shit about her. And Heather's, like, Heather's a little lit, too. And she's like, all right, well, maybe we should tell her about it together. So so,
1: Whitney Whitney strolls up to Jen, which is also like, this is the worst possible time that you could say anything to anyone. Like you don't go confront the woman who's like throwing the party. Who's also a known hothead that like, and you don't like tell her some bad shit that's going on.
2: Well, she also says that later. She's like, this is, this is not the right time to be telling me this.
1: Yeah. Like it's a terrible timing And I just felt like, I mean, they did what had to be done. And I love that. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, Whitney, like, really doesn't give a fuck. I mean, she makes it
2: worse. She makes it worse because when she goes to actually confront Jen, she just kind of rambles for like minutes. She's too drunk to actually do what needs to be done. So we're friends. We're we trust each other. And Heather's just like, Jesus Christ, just tell her. <laughs> when he her. goes,
1: <laughs> you know, I'm a straight shooter, right?
2: She kind of reminded me of Portia from Search Party.
1: Oh, yeah. She's totally Portia. It was very – she starts her monologue and then like she's like, you know, I'm a straight shooter, right? I You know, I stand up for what's right. And what's wrong so i was surprised to hear and then someone interrupts like is like what's going on like what's happening and when he's like no 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 let me start let me got i gotta start over so you know i'm standing up for what's wrong and right so i was really surprised to hear that meredith and lisa are saying they're afraid of you and like according it's like, to what mary what the fuck are you talking about
2: <laughs> and then jen kind of says what you just said yeah and jen's kind of like immediately he's like don't be telling me this <laughs> jen goes from zero to she hulk <laughs> in like a millisecond
1: i roach. what do you mean fully hulked out like and, and, and it see didn't lisa, even take much
2: we see lisa and meredith going uh-oh what's going on over there so meredith's like lisa- something needs to be done so we should go talk to them
1: lisa goes what's going on are they yelling and Meredith okay. says we must go talk to them. I love the two of them. Jen is flipping out. Goes, what do you mean? Why are you telling me that at my own party? Why are you telling me this at my
2: husband's party? Mary's crazy. And then <laughs> and then Jen and Lisa Lisa and Meredith come over and they're like they they have to like try to convince Jen that they they didn't say these things and that Mary was lying and Meredith is then goes up to Whitney and is like sh- and Whitney's like so you're saying Meredith Mary is lying and Meredith's like well I don't know but perhaps
1: I love- Lisa takes a very bold approach where she goes marches straight up to Jen grabs her by both shoulders and goes I am not afraid of you
2: Yeah, she goes I- let's I want to talk to you and then Jen's like okay so they, wa- <laughs> they walk off for a second and then and then um, Whitney
1: starts talking to fucking Meredith a ben- and saying that Jen told everyone like about Meredith's marriage problems and like and then, insinuating and, that there's something wrong. And then this is how the combo ends.
0: I'm done engaging on the conversation. <laughs>
2: Meredith's wasted.
1: I'm done, I'm engaging, done engaging on the, on conversation. the conversation.
2: She kind of sounds like um like a very Kennedy esque in the way she talks. It's Jackie I'm O. I'm done engaged. Yeah, very gray almost Edie Beale. Yeah, um, it's
1: really like it's a cross between like Transatlantic. Um, yeah. It's Edie and also Natalie Portman as Jackie O in Jackie. Yeah. I'm done, I'm engaging, done engaging on the, the conversation. conversation.
2: Um so Meredith is pissed. So now Jen has pissed Meredith off. And Jen is mad at Whitney. It's just... It's a great... Ch- and then everyone starts looking.
1: Yeah, and- everyone's paying attention. The party has gone haywire. But also... Okay, so Whitney... Who's her alliance to? Her alliance is just a chaos. Because she's no Well, look, I think,
2: I think he has... I think he has... She has Heather with her. So she kind of feels like she has built-in security with Heather. Like, she... I think i think whitney feels safe you know when you're like with like your family or like your best friend or something and you and you feel like you can kind of you're like safe Mm -hmm. i think whitney has that like okay i have i have heather here so i'm i can i'm like extra emboldened that's my that was my take but like, like,
1: so i can stir the is... pot on both sides because like yeah. why would you go up to jen say that they're talking shit about you then as soon as she leaves you're like actually she said this horrible shit about you
2: yeah i think she just it's... feels like she can she'll always have someone
1: yeah i think she's also just like complete shit face and also is not owning that part of it like she's like no I'm stammering because I'm so scared of how Jen will react, and I'm intimidated. It's like, it's no, like no, you no, you literally d- double chugged rum and coke and white wine. Like you've lost your all wherewithal.
2: Yeah, you're you're in a blackout.
1: You've poisoned yourself, my lady.
2: And then <laughs> <laughs> things start escalating, and and Mary gets brought up again, and then Jen goes,
0: "I don't want to hear about Mary." And she takes her,
2: her highball glass of vodka soda with a lime in it. And she just
0: chucks it.
1: Across the room. Ah! She's sl-
2: She's wearing her Beyonce outfit. And she literally looks like a, a superhero. Like, she just goes. And, s- and it smashes. And everyone's. And I. Let me tell you. I actually gasped. <laughs> I went. Because oh, I was so hard. Horror- I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was a
1: bad look.
2: And then. She runs right up to Sharif and she goes, "We're going.
1: We need to leave."
2: And it's and he's like, "Wait, I'm, I'm. You know, this is my party." And she and her sons she's are like, like "What to happened?
1: Con- What's wrong?" And she's like, "We're out of here."
2: And her sons start complaining, and or she starts complaining to her sons, and it's just like they start. A, her one son, Omar, escorts her out, and they get in the car, and he's going, "Mom." But on her way up, she she walks by a bunch of balloons, and she starts. She goes god damn it just starts punching all of
1: them (laughs) i'm honestly like here for the rage it's refreshing to see someone just get so fucking angry like that's how i feel a lot of the time or like just thinking like things will enrage me but i feel like We I personally just have to like shove a bunch of rage down to like get through the day. Like I would love to just like hulk the fuck out over like a tiny thing. Like imagine how what a release that would be. I know it's not a productive thing for her and her family specifically, and like it seems to be a recurring problem that Jen has to deal with. But like I admire someone that can just fucking unleash the hounds.
2: Yeah. No. She's truly like. She like Hulk transforming, like she's in, <laughs> she was like in the stages of just becoming like,
1: Oh, <laughs> If and god it didn't take damn much. it, god oh. damn it, and like <laughs> punching those And then again, get, he gets
2: in the car. It's very Kim Omar was very Kim G in this moment, going, Calm down, Danielle, calm down. He's like, Mom, calm down, and she goes, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> And then Sharif is back, and he go, and his other son's like, "Dad, what just happened?" She goes, "I don't know. Your mom gets all drunk and starts causing shit." So, like that, I was like, "Oof."
1: Yeah, Imagine. I mean, also, it is way easier to Hulk if you are drunk, or
2: like, is she on like Adderall, like, what's the deal? Like, I,
1: it, it might be a combination of drinking and knowing that you kind of have to play it up for the cameras. It was, it and was, also she probably it, has like a rage problem.
2: I felt really, ba- I felt really sad for Sharif because I think he was actually like having a great night, and I think it's like every, every event Jen has to leave early because she's there's like she has a rage, <laughs> she has a rage attack.
1: Someone says one God to
0: her. Damn it! <laughs> I don't want to talk about Mary.
1: i'm dying
2: she throws like like i throw a baseball
1: (laughs) like just launching it away from Ah. me i just can't like a goal of mine when covid is over is to have a party and get so mad that i leave early just like raging wow just I like wow. It was, it I admire the rage.
2: You, and you just you just see the car, the red light tail lights of the car driving off into the pitch black night. You just hear Jen going, ah.
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! she's also like really mad i think
2: no she was furious and completely (laughs) blackout
0: god damn it (laughs) i literally
1: went (gasps) the the shift from being like what's going on like tell me what's up like and then whitney (laughs) being, you know i'm a straight shooter right and I stand for what's wrong and what's right. So I was really surprised to hear that. What? Why are you telling me this at my party?
0: <laughs>
1: Why are you telling me this? What's going on? Are they yelling? Terrence and Philip are Meredith and Lisa. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they- <Stop. laughs> I'm done engaging Donkey on this conversation.
2: Josh fucking guys,
1: uncle fucker. The, the last la- yeah, the slapping, last 10 minutes like of pots. this. <laughs> the last 10 minutes of this episode were art. The more I think about it, the more I'm like getting keyed up and just like into a crazed cry I'm, laugh.
2: I'm done participating on this conversation.
1: I want someone to do ASMR to this whole, like, unraveling. Oh, I want Danny Yeah, Danny like, Pellegrino. This is our clarion call to you. or Do what uh, needs to be done.
2: I love those. I've had enough of you. Or, or T. Kyle doing one mm-hmm. of those. Just, like, one of those bravo geniuses.
1: Either or, like, please do it. I also just want to, like, perform... This is like a one-woman show. Me as all the different characters. So I was really surprised to hear that... So
2: I was really surprised to hear that... I stand for what's wrong and right.
1: <laughs> you know I stand up for what's wrong and right. So I was really surprised to hear...
0: <laughs> Fuck! What? What? Why are you this? <laughs> Mary! I don't want to talk about Mary! God damn it!
2: (laughs) Oh my god.
1: What's going on? Are they yelling?
2: Are they yelling? Next week's gonna be good. We see Sharif and Jen talk and she reveals how angry she is at him.
1: (laughs) I'm here for Jen uncovering the roots of her rage
2: yeah we're watching it unfold,
1: like let's do this. I'm down. I want Whitney to continue drinking heavily and stirring the pot like i'm all I'm all in now, yeah, this episode radicalized me.
2: We have a whole rest of the season to go, and I think it's taking a turn for the better and i'm 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 hopeful
1: things are looking it, up. there's thank God. yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to jinx it.
2: Listen, let's look out for a bonus episode coming this Saturday. You can subscribe to Patreon.
1: Patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And
2: um, everyone, stay safe. Uh, have, stay safe. Don't in insurrect. There. Don't
1: insurrect.
2: And, and
1: now I'm done engaging on the conversation.
2: You can follow Lars Marie at Lars Marie for more conversation.
1: Yeah, call, follow Carrie too at ECario. We'll see you, see you next time. Week.
2: I love that.
1: I love that. Look at that turtle. You love that. Bye. Bye.